Our sponsor this half hour uh, is American Financing. To a certain extent, you are in charge of your future and the future of your family. Um, your finances, how are they looking? Are you in the position that you can weather a storm? A storm is coming. So what do you do? If you're looking to buy a new house, they're going to get you the best rate at American Financing. If you are looking to consolidate your debt, they're going to give you the best options at American Financing. If you just don't know what you can do and what your options are, American uh, Financing will give you free, no-obligation advice. So, skip up to two mortgage payments. Close in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing now at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Quite an interesting show coming your way. That I had to click on today. It said only about half of Americans or Christians believe we're living in the end times. Oh, only half? Oh, okay. Well, that's encouraging. 47%, four in 10 adults believe that humanity is currently living in the end of times. The study focused mostly on Christians in the U.S. Uh, with there being a very clear divide, almost half, 47%, believe the end times are here. Why would you think that? Oh, uh, I'll explain in 60 seconds. Marcy wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She said, I have three dachshunds and one German shepherd, and they love their rough greens. I heard you talk about it on the radio and decided to give it a shot. They seem so much happier and filled with energy now. Thank you so much for telling me about it, and thank you, Rough Greens. Marcy, you're welcome. Glad your dogs are happy and healthy. Uh, Rough Greens is something you put on your dog's food. It's full of minerals, vitamins, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it is healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. They want you to have a first trial bag for free so you don't, you're not out any money if your dog doesn't like it. Most dogs love it. But get the free trial bag. You just pay for shipping at roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's Glenn 33. 833-Glenn 33. Or roughgreens.com slash Beck. Okay. <clears throat> we are going to cover um, several things tomorrow uh, in depth. And this first story is one of them. But I just want to go through some of the stories uh, that are important 
for you to know. And there are a ton. I mean, right? I mean, I had a really hard time deciding what gets onto the show today. Yeah, there's too much. Too much going on. Way too much. All and, of it incredibly positive, by the way. Uh, yeah. No <laughs> bad stories. No bad stories. Um, I want you to get my free email newsletter. It is my show prep. About six months ago, I decided that you just need to see everything I see uh, in the morning. It's kind of my um, morning brief, and it takes us about 24 hours to put it together. Um, And you just need to see those things and read them for yourself because you might miss them on the show. You might want more in-depth than you get on the show. And it's a little more dizzying when you see it all together in categories. Uh, you can get that. It's free. Just go to glenbeck.com and sign up for my free email newsletter. You'll get it every day. All right. Uh, the first story, we're going to cover more tomorrow, but this is from the Daily Mail in, in uh, Great Britain. Canada is preparing to expand its medically assisted death framework. Starting in March, people whose sole underlying condition is mental illness will now be able to access assisted death. Mental illness was excluded when the MAID law was passed in 2021. So they excluded it a whole year ago. And now they are including it. That means Canada is only one of six countries in the world that will uh, have a doctor help you to death if you're depressed, tired of life cases. Um, a cancer psychiatrist specializing in in care who put together an assisted death framework for her uh, hospital network. She said, tired of life cases are happening. Mm. She said, I'm comfortable helping people who have terminal illness. She said, uh, but we're expanding. We've made mains, uh, made so open you can request it for any reason. More than 30,000 Canadians have died since it became legal in 2016, but 10,000 of those 30,000 were in 2021. That's 3.3% of the entire population and just about tied, if not a little higher than this year's COVID. Mm. So in, let's see. uh, Wow, that's amazing. So 10,000 in 2021, there were 14,000 uh, deaths COVID from deaths. COVID Jeez. in 2021. And, you know, you have a society that locked down so hard, you probably depressed a lot of these people oh into wanting oh my assisted suicide. Tomorrow we're going to cover this. It is really disturbing. Pray for our neighbors to the north because they are wildly off track. No more than we are. By the way, can I just ask? Maybe a little more. Where is... Mm, They're certainly a little farther down the path. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. But... Um, uh, we, uh, we'd like to know, is our governor in the state of Texas? Is he around? Do you know? I don't I was, know where his whereabouts at the moment. No, I was looking, um, you know, the, the, um, uh, Obama, uh, secretary, um, and was, who was responsible for the border. What was his name? Um, anyway, he came out and said back then, if we had a thousand people, uh, a day coming over the border, it would be a crisis. Okay, thousand. We had fourteen thousand 
in the last 36 hours. I saw a video was about five minutes long that showed a thousand people. Unbelievable. In one one video. Where one caravan is our governor? Our, wait, why are you blaming our governor for well, this? No, because I know I know nobody in Washington is going to do a damn thing. Oh, well, that seems to be the we, we should maybe the starting point of the blame. No. <laughs> yeah. No. We all know that. Yeah. We all know that. I'm I'm wondering. Where's our governor? He said he was going to declare this an invasion. That was a tweet. Okay. Can we maybe step that up? Hmm. Because it's, it's about to get worse, too. Remember, oh, this, oh yeah. this Title 42 drops Expires. out. Was it the 22nd of December? Yep. So yep. we are just a few fun days away. Yep. The fact that there's caravans showing up before this even goes on. I mean, this is a massive story. Massive story. Massive story. Um, I want to I want to string a few stories together here. So I'm going to break really early stations um, because I, I just want to sweep all of these stories in the next 20 minutes. So let me tell you about Relief Factor. Jane wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I'm a tennis player, so I really like to stay active. Um, I have been suffering from pain in my knees for years, and I'm not the type of person who likes to be slowed down. So I look for a solution. None came. Then one day I heard about Relief Factor and I gave it a shot. I'm still taking Relief Factor all this time later. Uh, you know what else I'm still doing? Playing tennis. Thanks. Jane, thank you for writing in. The three-week quick start is only $19.95. Please try it for three weeks. See if it works for you. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. I'm going to string a few of these together because I want you to see how corrupt our government is now. A strangely timed DEE, DEA raid, whistleblower claims, and other red flags raise new questions about Hunter Biden and his family affairs. Now listen to this. Two months after the FBI subpoenaed the laptop Hunter Biden had abandoned at the Delaware Computer Repair Shop, the DEA searched the office of Hunter's one-time psychiatrist, Keith Abloh, and seized a second laptop Hunter had left with him. The timing of the DEA raid and the fact that criminal charges were never filed against Abloh, coupled with the whistleblower's claims that the FBI buried evidence against Hunter Biden, raises questions of whether the search was a pretext just to recover Hunter's laptop and protect the Biden family. So Ablo had been, he had lost his license um, the year before uh, on a drug thing. He had written an improper prescription or something. And so uh, a year before they do the investigation, he loses his license. A year later, when he's not allowed to write prescriptions or anything, the DEA comes in. The DEA comes in, busts, uh, you know, bust open all of his files and everything else and take the laptop from him. Now, why would you take the Hunter Biden laptop? Why would you with well, a drug enforcement agency? What does that have to do with anything? So they took the laptop left and then never said anything to Ablo again. The Hunter Biden laptop was then returned to Hunter Biden. Hmm. 
Now, in a weekend article uh, titled Some Hunter Biden Allies Making Plans to Go After His Accusers, the Washington Post reported that Hunter Biden and his closest advisors are plotting an offensive for when Republicans assume control of the House. Uh, the strategy sessions uh, were um, to fight an expected onslaught of investigations by uh, House Republicans. It was happening at the home of Hunter Biden's friend and lawyer, Kevin Morris. If you remember who Kevin Morris is, uh, he is um, the you know, he's famous for being the lawyer to the stars. Um, he is the um, the attorney for the co-creators of South Park. He also gained the only reason why I know him is because he footed the Hunter Biden overdue taxes totaling two million dollars and just said, I don't have anything to do with Hunter. I just I just like him. And I just mm. think this is wrong. Really? You don't want to kick in so, on my taxes? Really nice. Really nice. Nice perk if you can find a friend like that. <clears throat> now, David Brock, also a liberal activist. David Brock. Who's David Brock? Oh, David Brock. I, he was the guy who started uh, Media Matters, I believe. Oh, Media Matters. Yeah. Okay. Big okay. Uh, Clinton uh, associate. I, I yeah. will say that Hillary Clinton also said that she took she started Media Matters. So I guess they worked together. Together, to yeah. Do it. yeah. Uh, along with George Soros. Mm. Oh, yeah. um, anyway, so Morris and David Brock uh, joined a strategy session at the lawyer's house. Biden called into the meeting. Uh, the Washington Post reports that Morris suggested it was crucial for Hunter Biden's camp to be more aggressive. The defamation lawsuits the team could pursue against the Sun's uh, critics, including Fox News, Eric Trump, Rudy Giuliani, outlined extensive research on two potential witnesses against Hunter Biden, uh, a Spurn business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, and computer repairman named John Paul Mac Isaac. So they're going to go after the computer repairman. Um, they feel there's a whole counter narrative missing because of the whole hunter hater narrative that is out there, said Brock. So they've got a SWAT team now, according to Brock, to ensure the media and public do not accept the false narratives that flows from congressional investigations. So David Brock started started Media Matters. He started a new group, Facts First. Mm. And it's engaging Hunter Biden um, and those in his immediate circle. Uh, they're going to be reviewing research that Morris has conducted on Biden's adversaries. Uh, so it's a smear campaign. According to the Washington Post, they are focused on whether the data claimed to be recovered from the laptop, Hunter Biden's laptop, that he abandoned at the computer repair store was improperly obtained and distributed. Uh, with Hunter and his allies suggesting that the materials released on that laptop didn't originate from that laptop. Instead, the information may have been improperly taken from a laptop Hunter left with Ablo, who the Post says is close to Republican activist Roger Stone. Um, and the Post reported that Morris has been overseeing forensic analysis of the laptop to determine to determine if it was the basis of the hard drives. So what they're alleging is he left this one at his psychiatrist's place. Ablo has said, I tried to get him to pick it up for over a year. He wouldn't pick it up. Um, so he had it locked away in a safe. And uh, now they're saying, oh, we're looking at this laptop because we think 
that's the source of all of the material. The biggest problem with this um, is that there are authentic videos and other material that is unique. So we know some of the stuff that is on the Delaware hard drive, the one everybody knows about, has authenticated things that are unique on that laptop. So where did those come from? Because it's not a clone. It's not a clone. Um, <clears throat> so uh, what is happening here, and this is the important part, is February 2020, the raid on Hunter's you know, one-time uh, psychiatrist, Keith Ablo, received only a passing mention at the time with local outlets that the DEA claimed the execution of the search warrant was part of an ongoing investigation, but they didn't, they didn't reveal any investigation. All of the charges against Ablo had already been dealt with a year before. So the question is, did the DEA nine months after Ablo was punished for everything, did they actually go to get the laptop and use this as cover? By the way, the uh, DEA only executed the search warrant after the FBI issued a grand jury subpoena in 2019 to get the first Hunter Biden laptop. So that seems a little odd. Now, here's something else that's a little odd. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, Gary Gensler, he took off all information about a meeting with Hillary Clinton uh, and a meeting with George Soros from his calendar. In his private calendar, it shows a meeting with Clinton uh, on August 20th, 2021. His public calendar lists a meeting with Soros, but hid the meeting's agenda. The private calendar shows that it was about a Wall Street Journal op-ed that Soros was was uh, going to make. The um, meeting with Clinton also happened, um, but it didn't include his calendar, didn't include the uh, meeting and somebody had to file a FOIA. They tried to hide it. They finally had to release the calendar. Um, and it shows that he has met with Nancy Pelosi, um, a, also a consultant, former White House official, um, and they've updated, but they won't say what these things were. The worst one that I can see so far is Soros. A, why is he trying to hide all of these things? Second, the Soros thing on his personal calendar, it says regarding upcoming Wall Street Journal op-ed. So that op-ed, Soros blasted BlackRock for launching investment products for Chinese customers while he said, uh, but by the way, uh, this ESG thing is absolutely great. Then in the op-ed, he said Congress should pass legislation and give the already powerful SEC more regulatory authority. The SEC is the one that is gunking up the works on just about anything. The energy policies, all of this coming from the SEC, banking, they are, they are all powerful as it is. Did they meet 
make some sort of deal and the payoff was Soros writing the op-ed demanding that we have even more regulation. Another story that is um, odd, the Sam Bankman freed. He's finally been arrested and everybody's like, oh, yay, he's been arrested. He was arrested in the Bahamas. Marks the beginning of a new chapter in the FTX saga. Really? So they confirmed the charges against Bankman Freed to include wire fraud, wire uh, fraud uh, conspiracy, securities fraud, securities fraud conspiracy, and money laundering. Wow. So now they're just trying to get him out of the Bahamas to the Southern District of New York. Oh, well, if the SEC and the federal government are now getting him to the Southern District of New York, well, we can count on that just being a done deal. Now, let me just point out, in a very unfortunate uh, development, today was the day that he was supposed to testify publicly under oath to Congress. And the Democrats are very upset that they didn't have a chance to question him. They're very, very upset. We wanted to question him. But now SEC gets involved. SEC, that's the guy that was just talking about the George Soros. Huh. Anyway, uh, the SEC gets involved and uh, and now he's under arrest. And so he can no longer testify publicly in front of Congress. That's weird, isn't it? Um, Twitter. Apparently, shadow banned political candidates under the old ownership. Uh, Musk came out yesterday afternoon with what it was it number five, uh, Twitter number five, mm-hmm. Twitter files. Yep. Yeah, where uh, they, you know, argued back and forth about whether they should get rid of Trump. They finally came down to the the idea that yes, Trump is probably a Nazi. He's akin to Hitler. And we have to take action. Um, there's also one of the guys who is the head of the, uh, you know, the the ethics committee or whatever. Uh, looks like he might uh, be a groomer. Might be some. I mean, they're hiding now his uh, dissertation from college, but it was all about kids should have uh, access to sex toys and. Kids should have access to their own bodies, and maybe we should start looking at kids as sexual beings. Oh, he was the guy. Huh. And they were, wait, they were letting child porn through in Twitter. That's weird. The Glenn Beck Program. Will anything happen? We'll see. Tunnel to Towers Foundation is delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. After 9-11, Mario was involved with the recovery efforts at Ground Zero. His name was Mario Nelson. It motivated him to list in the U.S. Army. He went to Iraq. He was killed in action. He was 26, but he had a wife and a young daughter. And this is where the Tunnel to Towers Foundation kicks in. Tunnel to Towers saw to it that they received a mortgage-free home. Your kindness, your generosity provided them with the financial stability they needed right when they needed it most. Whether they're ensuring that families can stay in the home where they had made memories with their fallen loved one or helping families make new memories that will be cherished forever. 
The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is doing so much good. So donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two T, dot org. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Great last-minute Christmas gift. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. <laughs> welcome, to the, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're very glad to have you here. Uh, we're being joined now by Pat Gray from mm-hmm. Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast you can find on uh, blaze tv but also uh, wherever you get your podcasts um he is one of that 47 percent of crazy people who believe we're you know living in the end of days i am indeed yeah yep yeah. do i believe jesus is coming in my lifetime you bet you wait, bet wait let me think about it yes <laughs> you want to reconsider i mean that's yes. a, okay all right i'll reconsider yes yeah. i do think he's coming <laughs> okay. in my lifetime i do too i do yeah. too and that's my optimistic place and how many yeah. years are you guys thinking you're going to be living uh, that's another part of the pro- the, the question here till the thousand forty seven yeah. forty seven no I, I think, think he's coming back in the 2030s early 2030s really you're yeah wow no yeah. man should know the date except Glenn yeah mm-hmm. no well, I'm that's, guessing he doesn't I mean, know it's exactly 2031 right yeah no <laughs> it might oh, be 2032 Who okay knows? okay All or right. it might be 2030 okay are you? Do you know something? I don't know. No, I, I think mean, it yeah. might be today. I, I don't know. No, but we have to go through all of that really yeah, we, bad there's stuff. Still, there's still some signs that yeah. and need things, to be fulfilled, yeah. and then really bad things happen. Yeah. As opposed to right now, where it's all good things? No, this is like, mm-hmm. I think this is just like, you know, 1939 Germany. Where you're like, wow, this could get really ugly, really fast. And, <laughs> and it did. And, and it, did. it did. And it did. And it did. So <laughs> there's your optimistic uh, viewpoint. For I'm surprised that it's only 47% of Christians. Me too. Really surprised. And apparently Catholics just don't see it as the last days. Uh, was That's it 70%? Because the Catholics I know. Catholics I know are. But those are, they're generally the ones like, I want the mass back in Latin. You know, those, <laughs> yeah. those kind yeah. of Catholics. Um, they're the, wide awake. Wide yeah. awake. But, you know, it's hard because, again, if you were living in 1939, mm-hmm. with an exception of, you know, some big things that had to happen like Israel, you would think, man, we're close. This This could happen. Definitely. This could happen. Um, all right. Well, that's what I hear from people, though. As well, people have always thought that it was going to be the second coming. They thought it was going to be the second coming back in the original apostles' days. Eh, well, yeah, kind of, but look Listen, at things, though. Yeah, and it just—it's different now. If you're a virgin, get some oil for your lamp. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't be caught without it. Uh, all right. And maybe if you're not a virgin, too. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Bible scholar. Um, here is a, uh, here, here is, uh, a, um, a strange story. Uh, scientists have found themselves stumped at what appears to be. Well, I'm not going to tell you. what They found something in the Baltic Sea. Marine explorers identified a structure in the sea between Sweden and Finland. Did you see this? I think so. Okay. Yeah. They found it a decade ago. They still Mm -hmm. don't know what it is. Sonar images Mm -hmm. found the underwater anomaly. 
at uh, what appears to show an underwater structure. They don't know what it is. It has a one th- what appears to be a 1,000 foot long runway and a strange object that appears to have slid across the runway. Sea divers have gone in and what they found, quote, the divers found steps and compartments, the potential for tunnels and passageways beneath the surface of the unknown object and an apparent uh, ability for the object to block sonar. Those heading below the surface to snap some photographs of the item found their equipment was not in working order near the object. Mysterious electrical interferences Mm. were cited as causing trouble, uh, draining recently charged batteries, blah, blah, blah. Outlandish theories live on. Not that it just may be an extraterrestrial spaceship that landed in the depths of the ocean, but it might also be Atlantis or my favorite a secret Nazi bunker. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like uh, why? That's why? a wide range of stuff, right? There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seems like it, uh, one of those say, doesn't really belong, right? Like <laughs> saying it's a bunker would be mm-hmm. quite a stretch, but like yeah. the, the you know the specific regime. Yeah. Like, I, why would why why couldn't it have been a communist? Bunker well, do you or, know Hitler's dead? He might be living in that that's bunker. True. That's true. That's you know point. what I mean? Which had happened to have an alien spaceship <laughs> <Right>. there. <laughs> You said it's a thousand feet, right? Yeah. In my mind, I've always believed Atlantis to be a tad larger than that. No, the runway. Okay, was a thousand just the feet. runway. Yeah, the apparent runway. Huh. Which is a large huh. flat did you see surface. The, did you see the picture? It's, it's hard to tell what it is. I did. See. I know, but it doesn't. I mean, it could be. It probably, obviously, is. But it does appear to be man-made. You can make it look like it came out of like Independence Day. Yeah, you can make the argument. I mean, do you have it on your screen? I don't right on the screen. Okay, right yeah, it's. I mean, but electronics look don't look uh, don't don't work according to this story. That's really weird. It's really weird. It's really huh. weird. Not as weird as this story from the New York Times. John Fetterman yeah. is one of the most stylish people of twenty twenty two. They're not even ridiculous. trying. Ridiculous. It's so this is uh, just gaslighting, it's pure asinine. and simple. Right? They, they're it's just asinine. trying to get the reaction. No, nope. so it's trolling. It's trolling. Yeah, they, okay. they don't believe. He wears hoodies everywhere. No, Everyone they knows say, he's a slob. No. High they, and this low. This is long before his stroke. No. no, high and low, fun and serious, curious and open-minded, mm. um, reveling on. in characters. He appreciates the material world. He invites everyone to the party. All of these are ways uh, that uh, the New York Times is describing, yes, everyone's favorite senator from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Come on. Ugh. Come on. That, 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 yeah. That's not even an attempt. That's just an attempt for clicks. That's an attempt for hate clicks. The idea there is to get people to spread it around mm-hmm. like so that we'll talk about it and that people on the right will talk about it. It'll get us all upset. It'll cause an online back and forth. People will click on the article. There's no attempt for actual reality here. This is a great example of what journalism has become. This is it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I talk about something serious? I texted my wife's best friend this weekend. And I said, uh, the subject line was Tanya's Christmas present. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the first line of the text said, uh, 
Tanya doesn't know that I'm looking at these things for her Christmas present. Wanted to get your thoughts okay. on them. It's a, uh, a good husband thing to do. Mm-hmm. So her friend, apparently not paying any attention to what I wrote, uh, saw the pictures and was sitting next to Tanya. And she opens them up and she says, oh, my gosh, are you you and Glenn are looking at these things? No. And she was like, what? And Tanya saw the pictures and immediately saw Tanya's Christmas gift. And she said, I don't think I'm supposed to see that. So she she actually read the text. She read the text. I don't think I'm supposed to see that. Mm. So I get home yesterday and she said, look, I'm just going to tell you what your Christmas present is because I want some help on it. And I'm like, what? No, that's no. Wait a minute. What? She's like, I already know what yours is. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, I already know what it is. And uh, I like the first option. So I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) the magic is there. The magic is there. Is that just the, uh, I mean, is that just, is this what it, is this what it's like after, you know, 21 years? Is this what it is? It's just like, I mean, because when we're 80. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, geez, because I'm at 20 years now, too. And uh, we're just sending we're sending links to each other. We're not we're not even I'm not even going for the friends. I'm just like sending them to her. Which one is better? We're at that point. <laughs> she 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 actually suggested. I think I may have, we may have talked about this briefly the other day. But like she suggested, like hey, I had this idea where you know it's hard to buy each other stuff, so let's just send each other a bunch of links. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. eh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, it's, I the magic thing is like, well, you know, eh. <laughs> it's like I, I I might get something that yeah. I really like out of it. Might mm-hmm. be kind of cool. That might be kind of cool. Because there is that line of gifts, right? A Christmas mm-hmm. gifts where it's stuff that I want but would never just buy on my yeah, own. Yeah, like, yeah. that's that. There is a sweet spot there. Because, like, look, you know, like, if, if it's something that I really, really want badly, there's a good chance I'm just going to just go for it my, on my own. So it's got to be kind of in that middle range of something you really would like, but it's a little extravagant or a little out of the ordinary of what you would normally buy. That's a tough line for somebody else to find. So... My wife right. always, yes, it okay, is. Okay, it right. is. Yeah, I agree with you. Pat's my wife, at us, I would say, in a judgmental fashion. My my wife, <laughs> my wife say. has the same. Talking about this, I have the same issue. She, I, she tries to buy things that I wouldn't buy for myself, and you know that are you know, but I would want. Yeah, and all the things that I like are old. You know what I mean? They're right. All, you have a. You'd be very. You'd be impossible to buy something for. Impossible. I can't imagine mm. what she would. I, I mean, you would because you you. I mean, you're right. You like old stuff that is a very specific style or specific like historical like you know. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Uh, to it find. is historic hard. stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying anything historic is hard to find. I'm saying you own a museum. You own a museum. That does of make it somewhat difficult. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, she doesn't buy the museum stuff. I'm she, not saying she does, but I mean that is a difficult thing. You like, you're like, you you come in here every other day with like a, a big book of auction. You're like, look at this. This is a letter <laughs> written by a guy you've never heard of, but it, he was in he was in a Nazi bunker at the bottom of the sea when he wrote it. And you're like, wait, I don't. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that letter. <laughs> right, that is Hitler living under the sea. <laughs> All right, um, Pat, what would you buy? What, what, how would you go about this? How would how would this work for you? And what would you buy? Like, let me any, any recommendations for a present for 
for a, a present for present. who? For anyone. I mean, what on your holiday list, what's a great present for someone? Don't I, you have any ideas? None. I, I have, have none. absolutely none. You have I no have ideas? No, no I have ideas for the first whatsoever. Time for someone you like. You haven't seen them you in a while. The pr- I have no idea. No <laughs> ideas? <laughs> no. Not one I'm idea. None. I'm asking for one idea that has a lot of butter any... in it. <laughs> Give me one idea. Okay. Okay, I have one idea. One idea. I have one idea. Cookies. Oh, what a great idea! <laughs> okay. uh, today's the very last day. Oh actually, my gosh! That you can guarantee delivery by Christmas. Seems like that should have been a priority Kexi.com. when you walked in here to mention Kexi.com. It does seem like it, the last it? day. But I had no idea. Thank you. Jeez, you people! You know, I cannot <laughs> charge I can't stand him. either of you. I today. cannot charge him for commercials if you keep giving my time away. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Right, By thanks, the way, man. those cookies are unbelievable. They are awesome. They are the best. I grew up in a bakery. Five generations. I'm the first one not to be a baker. Unbelievable. Best cookies mm. I've ever had. You, um, you eat like a baker, though. So you, you've, you've Shut up. Shut up. All right, let me tell you about American financing. Two-thirds of Americans right now living paycheck to paycheck. That should chill you to the bone. We're the most prosperous country, not only in the world, but in the history of the world. Um, we have to be we have to watch our pennies because the government is not. Um, and we have to also look at our our debt and find ways to pay that debt off as easily as possible. Your credit cards have an adjustable rate and you could be paying 20, 25 percent right now. Those things are going to go up. You need the experts at American Financing to help. Over 20 years, American Financing have been helping people just like you get their head above water and get into better financing terms uh, or get the best financing if you're buying a house. Or, in this case, being, uh, being able to consolidate all of your loans. American Financing. 800-906-2440. The average person that is doing business with them now calling them up is uh, the savings is $695 a month. I'll take that. American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Back Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Senator Rand Paul is going to be on. We're going to talk about um, uh, Dr. Fauci um, and uh, his testimony under oath. It seems to be inaccurate. Uh, We also have uh, Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson, going to be joining us. And uh, Dr. Andrew Huff. He is the former VP of Data and Technology at EcoHealth. The truth about Wuhan. Mm. He's going to be on talking about that because Fauci says that's crazy. On this COVID note, I want to see how, how do you react to this? Okay. This is interesting. Kevin Bass, he's a, he calls himself a centrist. I don't know. I've never heard of him before. Seems like uh, you know he's got about 50,000 Twitter followers, so some profile. Mm. He tweets this. I was wrong about lockdowns and mandates. I was wrong, and the reason I was wrong was my tribalism my emotions, and my distorted understanding of human nature and of the virus. It doesn't matter much, but I wanted to apologize for being wrong. 
My motivation for doing this is simple. It is clear to me that for public trust to be restored in science, scientists should publicly discuss what went right and what went wrong during COVID and what we could have done better. Nobody's doing that. Instead, many are doubling down and admitting no error. That's very bad. It's neither historically nor scientifically accurate. And it alienates people who can see the sky is blue. So be the change you want to be in, see in the world. While more influ- influ- influential people than myself are not doing it, I can. It's okay to be wrong and admit where one was wrong and what Boy, one this learned. Guy's great. It's a central part of the way science works. I think that's great. I think it's really good. Two ways to react to that. You could say what we're saying here. Like, I think this is great. This is exactly what people should be doing on a myriad of topics, right? Yeah. All across the landscape. Secondarily, you could say, well, thanks a lot for coming around now. After everyone was no. locked down and the kids had all these damages and people suffered, now you're admitting it? Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, I, I welcome you to the Freedom uh, Fest. I welcome you yeah. because we're not done with this right. until those people that had um, power are either gone, punished, or do what he just did and apologize and say, hey, I really had a change of heart here. I learned my lesson. We're in deep trouble you think that there was another, uh, you know, COVID line that came out, COVID-20? Right. Uh, you know, I didn't read the first, I didn't read the first 18, <laughs> but 19 was pretty scary. 20's even worse. You know they go right back to it. The yep. same people. You're already starting to see, you know, yes. with, we were in a bit of a uh, upturn with not only that, but the flu is, looks like a bad season. You're already seeing people calling for lockdowns and masks again. I mean, this is going to be part of our culture forever, though I do think the majority of people have rejected it now, which is Except good. Except in places like California yeah. and New York, where it was, where it is now a mental illness. It's a mental illness. The Glenn Beck Program.